Hello and welcome back to a episode of the of Muggles and Mudbloods podcast, which has switched to a Sunday release. So Sunday fun day, and of course Sunday with of Muggles and Mudbloods. Yeah. So capping off your weekends, hopefully with a highlight here. Um, my name is as usual, Tad Wickman, and here with me I have. You've got Mona Musa today. Oh my I'm god! Back. Yeah. Oh my Who god! Who is extremely busy packing for her trip to Brussels? I, I would have moved today. Yeah. If things didn't happen. Exactly. So here we are, and this week we are speaking about the second to last chapter, Ooh. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, chapter sixteen, through the trap door, and oh we god. are going deep on a very specific subject, and that is witch trials in Sweden and other countries, mm-hmm. but specifically Sweden. Before we do that, we ha- I have a challenge, I guess. Yeah, you've got a one-minute recap since, you know, it's a long chapter. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a bloody huge chapter, to be honest, though. It's I, insane. Personally, I haven't finished the chapter. I just read summaries, so oops. That's a scandal, I, Mona, a scandal. Yeah, well, I've read it previously, and I've seen the movie, and I'm busy, so I've got my excuses right here. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what happens in the chapter anyway, so... So, let's do this. So, what happens in the chapter is that Harry and Ron and Hermione are outside having their post-exam fun, and then they run off to Hagrid's place and they ask Hagrid about how he got the dragon's egg. He says, you know, oh yeah, it's just, um, he got curious about the, the egg and he says, you know, of course, like Fluffy's really interesting, but you know, I have to play music and he goes right to sleep. So Hagrid and, or Harry and Hermione and Ron panic and they go to get the trap door. They go down and they fall into this like devil snare and they have a different kind of way of getting out of that from the movie. And all the challenges are basically made for them to be really easy. Um, Snape has a logic thing, which is cool, because that's not magic. Um, and we, Harry gets through the last challenge, and suddenly there he is. Whoever he is, we don't know, because they haven't said. So that's the entire chapter. And, oh my god, who is the guy with his back to Harry? Oh no, with three seconds left oh my god oh my god so <laughs> so one thing i'd like to get into before we get into our main subject subject today and that is the fact that hermione throws some massive shade on the entire wizarding world mm-hmm. it's like this is logic well i mean she is the only muggle-born person you you would expect like muggle-born people to be more logical than wizards and witches because they can use magic for everything. Yeah, but like, that's a massive shade <laughs> towards like towards wizards and that kind of stuff. Like, they don't really use logic here, they just do things because they think it might work and it's like completely illogical which mm-hmm. is true. Also, it's my turn to say a blessing. This chapter, I'm going to bless Ron Weasley. Because, you know, the, the whole scene with the chess and how he had to sacrifice himself and everything? I love yeah. that. So, you know, he sacrificed himself for the trio. I have to bless him. He's adorable. 
Ron Weasley is amazing. And of course, there's a lot of shit that Ron Weasley gets, but he's a really good friend. Yeah, like, you know, the, the shit that his family gives him, the fact that he's a Weasley as well. Like he, has a, he has a really tough situation. Like his his oldest brother, Charlie, becomes head boy. Yeah. And like his, his entire team is good at Quidditch. Or his, sorry, his entire family. Mm-hmm. They are a team themselves, right? He has the Weasley twins that have their niece. He has Percy, Percy as well as head boy. And so he is the youngest boy. And of course, Ginny is unique by being the daughter and also <laughs> a smart ass yeah. um, in the books, not in the movie. Um, sorry, Bonnie Wright, you're great, but the character Ginny in the movie kind of sucked. Sucked. Um, but like, Ron had a really hard time mm. in in the um in life generally. Yeah, always overshadowed. Aww. The Horcrux in book seven was right. I I don't know what you mean by that, so I don't spoil it. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I definitely <laughs> can agree with Ron. With Ron, he's he deserves a blessing. Um, I just yeah, want to highlight like, Neville like, again because he had the balls to challenge the trio. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh yeah, like coming out of Neville, especially like in that situation. Mm-hmm. But they left him there. Really? They just left him lying there on the floor. Oh no. That's oh, not man. so cool. No, but it's Neville. I'm aware of that. I know it's Neville. I don't want to... I'm not going to... Yeah, and Trevor, Trevor made his escape. Mm-hmm. Of course. As usual. Trevor yeah. on the loose. Whoa, whoa. Why am I not surprised over there? So, one other thing I want... So, yeah. So, what we're getting into today is witch trials, right? Mm-hmm. Witch trials. And specifically, the stora oväsendet, or the great noise, as it's called in Sweden, which is the series of witch trials between, this was in Sweden, between between 1668 and 1676. So an eight-year period where the majority of, where where the majority of, Swedish witch trials took place, about 300, um, between 280 and 300 people died in that eight-year period due to different witch trials. So, you know, a fair deal for Sweden at the time, Sweden not being a huge country, or, well, most countries having a fairly small population at the time, right? Mm. So, one thing I find pretty cool here is that many of these cases were tried in what's called Svea Hovret. What does that mean? Svea Hovret, um, or the Swedish, sorry, Svea, or, well, Swedish um, court, court. (laughs) (laughs) No, and um, Hov is court, as in the king's court. Yeah. Um, And Ret is like, right, so, well, it's the high court. Mm. It's the court court. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Court court. I'm, I'm being disparaging to uh, Swedish, which is my <laughs> language I speak they, mostly. Um, Sveahovret is still an active judicial body. Is it? It's, it's the court that, it's the Swedish high court. It's not, it's not Supreme Court in the way that the U.S. would think about it, mm. but it's one of the highest courts in Sweden. 
Oh shit. Which means that the 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 legal entity that tried witches and wizards for for witchcraft mm. up until the 1770s still exists. Jesus Christ, seriously. So it was the vice president, Elsvier um, Hovret, that actually led uh, the sorcery commission. Um, his guy was Gustav Rosenhana in mm. 1672. So it was a big deal back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? And it was them that also um, in uh, 1669 um, helped um, appoint the special prosecute, the special court called the Royal Court, uh, sorry, the Royal Sorcery Commission mm. that was founded in 1669 in Sweden um, to hunt witches. Like, yeah. okay, what defines a witch? I, I seriously don't get it. Like, how, how can witches be real in real life besides, like, Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, so I think it was mostly you knew too much about stuff, and therefore you must be a witch. So they're just finding an excuse to murder people for knowing too much. Basically, yeah. There was also this really weird idea that uh, because God is almighty... Mm-hmm. God would not have put the suspicions on you if you were not a witch. Eh. So bit, the, the suspicion of witchcraft yeah. was a proof of witchcraft in itself. <laughs> Which is really convenient <laughs> for fuck? prosecutors, right? Yeah. Imagine being like a prosecutor and saying like, so I suspect her for witchcraft. Yeah. And because God is all-knowing, he would not let me think that she's guilty of witchcraft if it was not true. That is fucking insane. That is some amazing circular logic, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't even know what to say because, <laughs> that, because of that fucking flawed logic of theirs. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it's very convenient for the prosecutor, oh my isn't Lord. it? It's, it's like. We suspect them, therefore it is true. Yeah, or, or like one, one, one of the cases, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, like d- during the, the great noise, Malin, Matt's daughter, it's like, oh, she spoke Finnish and she couldn't recite like what they're saying in Swedish, which is like God's words and like the, the Bible and all that kind of stuff. Therefore, she's a witch because she speaks Finnish and she doesn't speak Swedish when it comes to like religious stuff. And I'm like... What? That's also really weird because, like, Sweden and Finland were a country at at one point. Like, yeah, the same country, and like Sweden, like Estonia was a part of Sweden as well at one point. So <laughs> the fact that like you and, and, speak the wrong language that is technically a language in this country, and therefore you are a witch. Yeah, and and the Finnish and the Finnish were a minority in Sweden as well. So like they are. You know they they have their own rights and everything, so they're good. Well, it's oh like, yeah, we, we have Finnish speaking schools in Sweden, and we have yeah a Finnish speaking minority in northern Sweden. That it's, it's still um, there. It's called Niankeli. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, or Tornadal Svenska, because it's the Tornadal. Um, it's the Torna Valley up up in 
northern Sweden. So it's, you know, Torney Valley Finnish. Mm. Um, or, well, Torne del Finska, if we're being <laughs> Swedish, which we are. Uh, surprise! No. <laughs> if you hadn't noticed that by now, we have an issue. Um, Oops. So that was, yeah, that's, um, that's far-fetched, you know, mm-hmm. really grasping at straws here. There's also, there's also this thing about like, you know, we're going to tie you hand and foot. And because yeah. witches aren't humans, Supposedly. they are lighter than, they are less dense than water, which means they float. Okay. So we'll toss you in the water. And if you float, you're a witch and we kill you. Yeah, but everyone can float on the water if they want to. Not if you're tied hand and foot. Okay. So I'm, uh, so I'm assuming everybody drowned. Yeah. Okay. Just... And I, they're like, just, oops. Didn't Idiots. mean to kill them. Idiots. So sorry. But, you know, that's how it goes. Again, flawed logic over there. Idiots. Yeah. Um, but if we connect this to the Harry Potter world. Okay. There is a documented case in... In the Harry Potter books, um, where a witch had this this weird habit of getting caught. Okay. The idea is that in Harry Potter, you can have you you can use there's a spell that makes you impervious to flame. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't burn. So basically, what happens is that it's tickling it it tickles you and <laughs> it feels kind of warm and ticklish and. Um, this witch enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So she got caught on purpose. Yeah. And then when the rope bur- ropes burned, she would grab her wand and just wait until, like, the set- thing collapsed, and then just, you just apparate away. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> just, you know, casually like that, yep, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, you know, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their kink, right? And if it's being burned <laughs> at the stake, you know, you do you. Um, yep. And yeah. Each person has their own kinks, you can't. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. So... One thing we also know from J.K. Rowling is that the famous Salem witch trials of 1692 and 1693, which is mm-hmm. fairly close to the ones that took place in Sweden, they were a tragedy for the wizarding community. The wizarding historians agree that among the so-called Puritan judges were at least two known what we call schoolers, who are basically, um, so during colonial America, of course, uh, pre-American history, mm. um, it, basically who... Um, were immortal witch hunters that w- who were fully aware of real magic. Um, this, of course, was before they had any kind of functional governing system for magic in mm-hmm. a ma- in colonial America, mm-hmm. which is an issue because I'd assume that the ministry, maybe not, we'd have to consider the fact that the Ministry of Magic is most likely not involved in any form of expansionism from the British Empire at the same time, right? 
Yeah. You can have witches and wizards expanding outwards with mm. their colonial country. Yeah, no, I don't think country. so. They would be culturally English, but not nationally, not institutionally English. Yeah. Interesting case to be made. And that would explain why there isn't a First Nations kind of First Nations kind of magical government which, which would have made this very yeah okay interesting speculation area talk sense. about <laughs> pre American <laughs> wizarding government in North America um, casually just like that mm-hmm. yeah so basically a number of the debt so the schoolers who were paying off fuse while in America I believe they were witches themselves mm-hmm. um were basically paying off feuds they had developed while in America. So um, many of the people were indeed witches or wizards, who were, but they were innocent of the crimes they were being arrested for. And of course, others were merely nomads who had the, the misfortune to be caught in the hysteria and bloodlust. Oh, no. Yeah. So the tragic loss in life, uh, and especially was an issue because many Wishes and Wizards had decided to, to move to America and this, to a large extent, you know, ended that migration. Mm. Yeah. So it's, yeah. For example, you have the, this causing, um, this lack of immigration causing North America to have a large, a smaller magical population than continents like Europe, Asia, and Africa up until the early decades of the 20th century. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is, of course, according to J.K. Rowling. Mm. Yeah. The more we learn. Yeah. Um, and, of course, this, ha- this means that you have to include, have a more inclusive si- view of nomad or muggle populations and mm. therefore also have a bit more intermarrying yeah, which is interesting. Interesting case to be made there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, this the Salem Witch Trials is the inspiration for the name for the New Salem Philanthropic Society, who was called the Second Salemers, and of course, they are the organization that is featured in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, prosecuting mm-hmm. um, or trying to convinced to prosecute the magical population of the U.S. during that time. Oh. And, of course, the lobby of Makusa has, does actually feature four golden statues of phoenixes erected in the memory of the victim, victims of the Salem Witch Trials. So it does play a role in modern wizarding um, beliefs and history. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, there's always a but. There's a but here. Remember what number we speak about. What's the Wizarding World's 42? 16. 92. Oh, yeah. Salem Witch Trials took place. 1692. Yeah. Sorry, I just read it. (laughs) I got excited. Yeah. So here's where we have a lot of the inspiration for why we had this issue. Sweden had their witch trials in the 1660s, 1670s. Yeah. 
England had them as well. We had them in Estonia and Finland and in Germany. This is what we had, the wizarding community really coming to grips with the issue of muggle resentment, muggle fear mm. of their powers. And the fact that we didn't have any large-scale wizarding trials afterwards yeah. shows that the the international statute of secrecy that was signed in 16, or came into power in 1692 did have the desired effect. Well, that makes sense. Sorry, I, I just need to... Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I guess Salem was like the last real time where we had had that kind of prosecution. Mm. And of course, the, the statute was signed earlier than that, but it came to power in 1692. Yeah. So this was like the last remains of wizarding prosecution, which is really unfortunate, of course, because mm-hmm. we would rather have seen none. Yeah, but it is what it is. The it world is goes what through, it is. The world goes through crazy shit. No, right now. really. Corona. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now. <laughs> anyway, uh, did we have anything else to talk about in this chapter, apart from Neville being a badass, Ron being an awesome friend, him playing the m- most important chess game of his life? Yeah, and he was very good at it. Like. Yeah. Actually, one thing is that Snape using logic yeah. is pretty cool because, like, it's a bit of a mind-bender for me because Snape is, like, this magical Puritan mm-hmm. former Death Eater. Whoa, he was a former Death Eater? Mona. Wait, seriously? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Snape was a Death Eater. I had no idea. You need to watch the <laughs> fucking movies, woman. I, I swear, I've watched them, but maybe not sober. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll. You need to buckle down and watch those movies. Sober. When, when, wait, when, when does he reveal that he's a Death Eater? How do we, when do we know? You could think about when he talked to Karkaroff. Talk to who? In the fourth book. Uh-huh. Fourth movie now. Twenty to Death Eater. You have, and like every single like he's, the book five, book six, and book seven. Okay, th- and that's of course he does kill off. Voldemort. He does. He does kill Dumbledore. I know. Yeah, and that always breaks my heart. I know, Severus, Severus, please. Um, but like it's it's really cool there that that Severus. that it's the Dumbledore. former Death Eater that uses. Like he he chose logic instead of magic. I'm like, yeah, which is a bit logical, but also pretty cool coming <laughs> from him. It yeah. kind of shows his development as a character away mm. from this magical obsessiveness where wizards yeah. are often completely useless without their magic, without their wands. True. Which is why Voldemort uses as Avada Kedavra on Harry instead of picking the baby up and dropping him out the fucking window. <laughs> But no. Uh-uh. It doesn't work that way, you know? Like, I, I, if, like, I can imagine, like, mass murders being, like, wanting to use something that's, you know, a bit more, like, hands-on for something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, nope. Mm-hmm. He's got to use his wand because he's not good for anything else. 
It is what it is. Yeah. Okay. One more thing before we round off. All right. All right. What is and it? that was the Severus, Severus, please quote, right? Yeah. So Severus, Severus, please, that line right there, okay? Yeah. Is the last words of Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. It is also the last words of Cherry Burbage. Cherry who? Cher- she is the Muggle Studies professor that was killed in Malfoy Manor at the beginning of book seven. Oh. The thing is, uh-huh. it's not clear who kills her. But then why does she say Severus, Severus? Because Severus Snape is sitting there and Voldemort's mocking her. Yeah. And she's talking to Severus. And Sever- it's mostly from Snape's perspective at this point. Mm-hmm. And then the line goes, Advada Kedavra. Yeah. One word, not attributed to anyone. Hmm. And then it says, a cold voice says, Nagini, dinner. Now that we know is Voldemort. Mm-hmm. The question is, is Advada Kedavra Snape or Voldemort? Oh. Yeah. That's a mystery we will reveal. Yeah. So the, wow. there is like the possibility that Snape is maintaining his habit of mercy killings. Hmm. Because Voldemort has a um, habit of, of playing with Nagini's food. Anyway, uh, with that being said, we're going to be back again next Sunday for the final chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, and I'll be in Brussels at that time, so it's yep. going to be a new start. That's if I actually travel. What if oh, I don't, even, don't get me started. Yeah, and of course, we'll be ranting and raving about how Dumbledore is giving up points like a madman. <laughs> And then we'll be back for one last episode for this season, all about the spells of Harry Potter, yeah. where we are going to rank them. Mm-hmm. Because BuzzFeed did a ranking, and they are wrong. Are they really, though? They or are so think, wrong. Or do you think that? They are, so, they are wrong. Right, I'm right. right. We'll I'm see. always right. We'll see. I'll compare BuzzFeed's, and you compare yours, and we'll figure out which one's better. We'll create our own lists and we'll compare with BuzzFeed in the, in the bait. All right. We can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next Sunday with the second to last episode of the season. And then, of course, we offer a few weeks and back with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Whoa. Bye.